Hey listeners, want to start your own podcast? Let us tell you our favorite tool. Anchor is the one-stop shop for all your podcasting needs. Here's why. Anchor lets you record and edit your show right from your phone or computer. So no matter your setup, you can start creating right now. Then it distributes your show to the most popular listening platforms like Apple and Spotify. Plus, it's the only place you can send video content to Spotify. Creators can even earn money on Anchor with ads and subscriptions. Best of all, it's all free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You are now listening to FemRegard Podcast with Tessa Markle and Carolina Alvarez. Welcome back, listeners. Um, Apologies for my raspiness today. (laughs) Um, But we are going to talk to you about new media. New media. Which is like, (laughs) it's one of those things that um, there's no real rules for. There's no real defining definition for. Yes, what is new media? What is this? Yeah, new it, media. It competes in so many things. Like I remember when I moved to LA and first heard the term new media, I was like, "Oh, that's just like web series, right?" Yeah. Which like that's kind of how it started out, but Yeah, that makes sense because it, again, this I feel like it's doing something that isn't what is standard, which is mm-hmm. TV, television, and then, you know, now it's like Netflix. And so going to do these web web series on the web was a new media thing that was a new source for viewers to to go check have a platform Mm -hmm. for themselves and launch it and now it's become um it's branched out to not just on the web but i mean it's like every app every social media like you've got igtv you've got facebook tv or whatever it's called i don't even know what it's called you've got tiktok (laughs) you've got snapchat you've got like everything and you know all the apps yeah and like when like snapchat for instance came out like i thought that was just like you know you send funny pictures to your friends whatever like now people are actually making like stories on snapchat i know i like deleted my app because i'm like i'm not i'm not 21 anymore i don't need this (laughs) i don't need to send boo thing this like i'm good (laughs) right and now (laughs) like it's now it's like uh, i need to get back on so i can make a film yeah (laughs) like totally and which is which is really cool and unique that everyone now can have their own unique way of telling a story. Mm-hmm. Be- and why I say unique is because you, I guess, um, the first tip of the the uh, trade would be, you know, to really understand the platform you choose yeah. to to shoot on and understand it's like the mechanics of it. I mean, if you're shooting on Snapchat, it's kind of really cool to think of it as a very like intimate FaceTime kind of view that you're getting. Mm -hmm. So your stories might be, you know, centered. You're not going to try and produce some cinematic, you know, widescreen shot. Like you're getting really intimate and personal and, and it's kind of cool to reinvent your way of, of directing and seeing the shots and the stories that can, can be produced on those platforms. Yeah. Um, We actually, Carolina and I went to a panel um, through women in film where they gave some tips on this sort of thing. And I just want to do a quick little shout out to the women that were on the panel. Um, we had Yulin, I'm sorry if I butcher any of these names, Yulin Kwong, who is a director and writer, 
Sarah Schwartz, who is the Senior Director of Development at Newform, Remy Goyton, who is the VP of Digital Content at Nitro Circus, and Kate Krantz, who is the Chief Content Officer at Crypt TV. And, you know, they all kind of had their own opinion on things because, like we said, there's no real right or wrong or, you know, black or white with um, new media. But, yeah, that was a big tip they gave us is, like, be aware of what the you know, how people see the content on the platform and who it is that's using that platform, like know your audience and exactly like, I mean, the TikTok audience is going to be way different than, you know, your IG TV or I mean, depends, but like it's, it's a different audience than the Snapchat world and, and where you're trying to launch. So definitely, you know, be aware of that um, and don't try to, I, I love this other tip that I got. It's like, yeah, don't try to fit it in a format that just, it doesn't, doesn't work for that platform. So mm-hmm. if you're, you're feeling like you're having a, like your story is long form, maybe it doesn't fit into these apps and you just need to, you know, pitch it the old fashioned way, yeah. <laughs> you know, because there's, it's definitely, I feel like shorter um, on the, on these apps and like, just again a a bit more intimate and Mm -hmm. from what i'm feeling and understanding one of the things too um that i liked that they said was to think about why are you the one to tell this story because i think that kind of goes along with like why are you telling it on this platform you know um whatever the story is maybe it's like some teenage girl's personal struggle, whatever, you know and you're the person to tell that story because that teenage girl was you and you're telling it on you know, IGTV because you were obsessed with sharing your story on Instagram or, you know, like whatever Mm -hmm. there's, you know, just think about those reasons because always, I think in, in any, uh, that is like the number one tip too, as I've like uh, been to more women in film pitch meetings and, and conferences on that. It's conference. I sound like so legit now, but it's, it's always, why are you telling this story? Always. That should be like your number one thing when you're creating. And it's, it's definitely then to tie in the platforms. Exactly. Like Mm. your audience are going to feel it too. Like it makes it unique. It makes it stand out. I mean, that's what they tell you when you're like trying to be an actor is like, why are, why, what's going to make you different? You know, why are people going to want to choose you? It's all like that. Um, And, you know, like, the whole thing with new media, because it's always developing and changing, is that people like to take risks on unique stuff. Mm-hmm. Like specifically the new form person, uh, Laura Schwartz, she said that they love to take risks on the most unique stuff. Like that's what really stands out to them. That's what they love. And something she was also saying. So like, you know, you're wondering, OK, how do I then get noticed by these bigger players? Um as Laura Schwartz and it's by again doing it yourself and Mm -hmm. you can now you guys have this plot all these different platforms start you know putting out your stories and and then you could pitch to the bigger players there Mm -hmm. that because they're you know VP of all these networks they they are looking for people who have that unique voice yeah so but you know (laughs) <laughs> like us you got to start it yourself start mm-hmm. shooting and and yes you have to be you know competitive about it that's just because everyone has access to it yeah you have to have your stuff be polished and and that doesn't mean you can't shoot it on an iphone like right. it just you know there's you know all the uh, there's other ways to make your stuff look really good in the editing and the sound you know 
Yeah. As we've, we've talked about before. I mean, that's the thing is like even an iPhone, the camera in an iPhone nowadays is so advanced. Even the sound in the camera in the yeah. iPhone is so advanced that like you have no excuse to make it look absolutely polished, to be quite honest, is, you know, that's yeah. the thing. Um, so you go, you know, you want to get noticed and have you have a unique story. Start doing it. I, yeah. I we're always here to encourage that here at Femme Regard, and um, and then you can because you, then those players will see the the audience that you've created from doing that, and they're looking for that. You yeah. Know? So it's it's really cool. Um, and one other thing too, um, I thought was really interesting, um, is that I don't remember which of the ladies said this, but one um one of the audience members had asked if you should really submit you know your whole show bible with something and this is something more like a web series you know that's more advanced than just one little quick short on snapchat kind of thing but um they said that most production companies don't actually want a full show bible um which you know like anyone that knows about writing for tv like that's like you have to have that before you can pitch to anybody um but i guess you know with new media production i think it, it varies on how you're going in if you're pitching to them as they're coming in to help collaborate with you you want to show that you're you're kind of like you know telling them like yeah i didn't like i'm here to have you work with me i think in other cases a show bible still may be appropriate but if you're going to them as um someone who to bring in and help you produce mm -hmm. it i think that's where it's like yeah that you don't necessarily need all that because you want to show them that you know you want their input as mm -hmm. well like their voice matters here so i think it, it, it depends on who you're pitching to because i think in certain cases it's a show bible if they're not they're just there to give you the money you know yeah. then it's like okay yeah like go in with everything mm -hmm. but a lot of times that with these newer companies they want to feel like they're a part of the process mm -hmm. so they i think that's it exactly mm -hmm. so i think there that's the distinction there um but i mean should we just dive into quibi because that's next <laughs> on the list <laughs> I know. So like with this new media and with everything changing constantly and there being new platforms all the time or new things on old platforms all the time, Quibi is like the new hot thing <laughs> coming out this year, April 2020. Um, so Quibi is a new platform that we have been hearing so much buzz about and like so little about what it actually is. <laughs> we keep learning bits and yeah. pieces of how it works along the way. So true. Um, so if you haven't Googled it enough yourself, it's basically it's just going to be an app on your phone mm -hmm. solely. Um, so it's a mobile app that is producing really short form content, say around 10 minutes ish. And they've gotten about like two billion in funding and they got the big players like Spielberg on it. Um, we were interested in pitching to them. And then I was like, OK, they are I mean, the guy yeah they are rolling with some big big players and now we know kind of why a little bit more too as why the funding is you know extravagant and the players are big and that's you want well, to, <laughs> to tell our audience what we found out so they have a very unique way of viewing is that um, they want the audience to be able to view everything both horizontally and vertically. But that means to them that when you turn your phone from one orientation to the other, 
the you know screen isn't just going to flip like it would on your phone anyway but you're going to get a whole new perspective so you know say in horizontal it's you know like third person voyeur like you're watching from outside the window and then you flip it to the other way and it's from that first person that is inside the house's view you know um which to me i think is really interesting and really cool but i also feel like it's not sustainable i don't know what do you think i just get a little like it's kind of it's exciting as a challenge but i know that you know when you're doing your shots and you know creating the whole story from a you you kind of have to choose the perspective that you want the story to go so i'm curious like does it end up being a like a the stories you're creating is it from a two-person point of view like the good guy and the bad guy like are you seeing two narratives that's where i start like getting like I think you have to I think as a filmmaker you would have to film it from both you would have to film the whole entire thing from both perspectives to be able to that's what I'm thinking yeah and because I'm like how would you like in a linear protagonist only point of view like why would you want to then flip it like are you unless you're you know giving some other clues like mm-hmm. I can see it maybe in like a kind of detective way like you're hinting at other things when you turn this per- perspective I don't know it's like it's interesting mm-hmm. um yeah I don't know like I feel like it, it has to be like again like a very specific kind of story yeah. outline to to have it work because yeah, yeah the and what what would make an audience member flip because I'm just used to like I'm I'm like brushing my teeth like watching shows <laughs> yeah. like I'm not here trying to be flipping it over all the time too. Mm-hmm. So, what if someone doesn't ever flip it one way or another? That's like that's the other thing. If you are doing a two person perspective story, how often are you flipping that thing? And yeah. like, what's causing you to? I don't know because I wonder if that's something too that it's it'll you end up watching twice you to flip it. Yeah, you flip it whenever you want. Like I don't know. How I didn't that's think all about that work. too. So maybe you are telling the same story the same way just different shots maybe so that way it doesn't matter which way you have it on interesting i don't See, know i guess we'll find guys. out in April. how would you how would you like th- <laughs> share your thoughts on on um, this because that's where like yeah my my brain goes i'm like uh how, how does it yeah so maybe it'll be i think you were saying maybe it'll be like a novelty novelty idea to start but for us we're like we do not have the money to no. be doing to shoot two, everything twice, twice. yeah, because yeah, that's what you need to do in order, and that's what they're expecting when you go to pitch to them, which is what we found out. Mm-hmm. It's like they want to see, they want to see it, and they have to have it shot twice. And uh. I'm excited, <laughs> like a year from now, to go back and listen to this podcast, and like Quibi's like this big, huge thing, and we're like, oh, this thing coming out called Quibi. <laughs> No, exactly. I I do hope they do well. You know, it is another thing for people to buy into. I'm sure there's going to be a a subscription. I wonder how much it'll cost and like how that's going to go because there's already I can't keep up with all the subscriptions nowadays. Oh, I know. It's It's insane. Everything has its own streaming service. Exactly. But then the more for, you know, you guys to to try and launch yourself on something. Mm -hmm. So and I mean, I think it before we found out about the whole orientation flipping for Quibi, it was exciting for us because it was like a new major platform that was going to take like 10 minute episode kind of content, which right now is pretty much just limited to web series. You know, you have 
your standard like TV episodic, yes. you know, it's supposed to be like 22 episodes and they're each supposed to be an hour long or half an hour long or whatever. And like that has totally changed with streaming. You know, you can have as many episodes and they can be whatever length they want. You know, even like Game of Thrones, that huge show, their last season, their episodes were all kinds of the lengths, you know, but still there's nothing really for like short form content that is a major platform. Yeah. So no, I was excited this... for that with Quibi, but I, I mean... do. I, I agree. <laughs> I mean, we would love to hear too if any of you listeners like know of another platform that we haven't even mentioned yet on this podcast. That's you know, because there there are so many different streaming platforms besides just the major players, and yeah, new media just so many things fall into that, and it's so interesting to see what people come up with. Well, any inspiration of the week? Miss Tessa, <laughs> is that where oh, we're that's at? That's a good question. Um, I will bring up because I got to see it right before it went out of theaters. The movie Parasite that everyone's been talking about. <gasps> oh my god, I want to see that so bad. Um, I might be seeing it tonight. Just I loved it probably by myself. <laughs> that's because <laughs> I want to see it. I'm like anyone into Korean horror, like thriller. Anyone? And all my friends are like, no. I'm like, you guys don't understand me. <laughs> well, I love to um the. The creator of it, his quote about um, the subtitles, which I don't have written down, so I'm not going to get it word for word, but it was something about like, you know, once you get over that one inch barrier of the subtitles, then there's a whole new world of film that's open to you, which is so true because I've so many people have been like, oh, isn't that in like another language? I don't want to watch that. <laughs> and like, it was so good. And you didn't even have to read that much. And also, if you're going to the movie theater, those subtitles are like a foot tall. <laughs> like, you're um, fine. I have my subtitles on all the time. I do regardless. Too, I mean, like, <laughs> come on, guys. Like, yeah, I, exactly. When I'm watching Netflix, subtitles on always. Yeah. So, and I just, I love foreign cinema. Like, so I'm, I'm a fan of that. Mm -hmm. Like, and it's never stopped me. Yes, I, when I'm really, really tired, probably not the, the, go-to film selection i'm gonna go to at that i mean hour. if i'm not gonna be paying attention if i have a movie on while i'm doing other stuff exactly. sure yeah i'm not exactly. gonna put something on another language but if i'm sitting down watching a movie that's not an issue to me no um but i love i, I we should pull up that director um i love his work because I, I i'm a big fan i love that he's always has some sort of social commentary in his in his writing I, mm -hmm. I just i love that it's very jean-luc godard to me in that <laughs> way um and and just how yeah how he he comments on that so i am so, so you loved it i did i really loved it um it was a lot of fun and then got really dark <laughs> but yes. i just i love how he blended all of that and it was very um like you got where the characters were all coming from and it was just so much fun to watch Bang Jun Ho is the director. I should, I should. Director and writer, right? Yes. Yeah. He's done both. Um, I think, was it, what was his other film that I loved? I want to say, it's probably not going to pop up here. We'll do a shout out, um, maybe on our story, so that people check his other work out because it's really good. Um, and. I'm excited to see it now. Like I just keep hearing all the buzz. Have you seen um, Uncut Gems yet? I have not. That's the Dark Adam Sandler movie mm -hmm. that's out. That's also on my next to watch because I love A24, A24 films. Yeah. Yeah. So they produced that one. And I hear that the brothers who produced it kind of did. It's unex unexpected a little bit. Like I feel like the plot isn't that traditional 
ABC storyline. Okay. So, and they did that on purpose. Uh, my brother literally texted me and was like, so I saw it last night and it was really good, but it gave me anxiety. I'm like, <laughs> okay. Good to know. <laughs> good to know. So it's, it's definitely not one of those feel good films at the end and everything gets resolved, which I'm fine with. So um, I'm excited to see that one as well, just especially for Mr. Sandberg's um, performance. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, guys. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, we appreciate you guys all the time. By the way, don't forget to leave us some comments. Tell us what you like about the show, what you want to hear on the show. We appreciate your support so much, but we want to hear what you want to hear. Yeah. DM us at FemRegard. Follow us. Subscribe. Share, rate, tell all your friends. <laughs> and um, and if you're someone who also feels like you have something to say on the show, also reach out and yeah. maybe we'll invite you on. We always need more guests. Thanks, guys. See you next time. Thanks for listening to FemRegard Podcast. If you like what you hear, tune in next time for more tips on the filmmaking business and insightful conversations with industry professionals over tea. We can only grow with your support, so please subscribe, share, rate, and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcast. If you leave us a great comment, we might give you a shout-out on the show. For more on us, check us out at femregard.com. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.